Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is October the 22nd, 2016. That's 10:22, 16 for all my folks who play those numbers out there. I don't know what the numbers would do for you, but that's what you got right there, man. You're listening to the Sports Official's Greatest Sports Talk uh, Radio Show on the Internet. Matter of fact, it's the Greatest Sports Talk Show on the Earth. Rock, rock, planet rock, don't stop. We are in the building today. It's only two of us right now as we started off, man, so... Uh, as we do every morning, we'll say good morning to the great Mike T. Good morning, sir. What's good, brother? How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody doing well. Uh, I'm going to pull that mic up just a little bit. Hey, there you go. Yeah, can you hear me now? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the garage hey. storm. Hey. One of five point two W balls. <laughs> <laughs> Already, if, if you're licking that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But no, nah. <laughs> hey, we good. Hey, man. Hey, we, we having fun. Oh, we got a lot of talk about, you know. So, hey, I'm ready to go do it. Yeah, man. Yeah, we 
definitely got a lot to talk about. We got uh, NBA season about to kick off pretty soon. We got the uh, college football, you know, it's hot and heavy right now. We also got uh, Cleveland Indians advanced to the World Series. We got the Dodgers and the Cubs battling out right now to earn the right to play against those guys in the World Series. Uh, NFL football going on, man. We got the the, uh, the Josh Brown issue. Right. Oh, man, I, I got to ask some questions about that. Oh, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, and we got the WNBA championship. WNBA championship that went wow. down. You know? <laughs> wow. Hey, man, I seen, someone, uh, I seen something on the internet about the real CP3. Did, oh, yeah, did you yeah, see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Candace Parker? Candace Parker. <laughs> I was looking at her numbers against Chris Paul. She got a championship. <laughs> yeah, the real CP3 out there in L.A. You know, so that was that was real, man. You know, that, that, was, that was real right there. Um, uh, I had some college football games kicked off on Thursday. Uh, number 14, Boise State. Uh, they took out uh, their rival, BYU, 28-27. As BYU was, um, it was in the game, man. It was in the game for a long time, man. Uh, I'm I'm just tripping on that fourth and fifteen punt that they try fake punt. Oh my god! You know? <laughs> oh my god! Like on that fourth goal line. Hey, he didn't get a he didn't get the safety though. Yeah, he, 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 did. he did. True. <laughs> he yeah. didn't get the safety. He might have been better off giving up the safety because Ryan is going to give the touchdown right. out of that, right? You're right better off going ahead and giving up the two. <laughs> you know, you're better off giving up because at that point they was up twenty four twenty one. Right. At that point. You know, if I ain't mistaken, um, maybe it was 27-21. I can't remember which one it was. You know, but you give up the two points right there and kick it. It's a free kick. You kick it, make them drive. Right. You know what I'm saying? Make right. them drive because that was the only touchdown they got in the second half yeah, right, right there. Right, right. Man, make them yeah, drive. You got to make those drive, man. I don't know. Sometimes these coaches thinking out the box, man. Man. I don't know what they're trying to do. I mean, maybe they're not worth the money they owe, you know. Thinking out the box or, or, or can't coach themselves out of a wet paper bag. I right. mean, it's I mean, crazy. I mean, but and I won't put it on the head coach, you know, you know, for the most part, but because it's a collective decision, you know, it got to be the special teams coach got to come up and say, let's do it right here, and the head coach got to say, okay, let's do it. Right. So it, it takes two to tangle, you know. But I'm trying to figure out where is the rationalism when somebody go, man, it's fourth and fifteen, we on the one yard line, that ain't about to work. Right. What? That, where's that coach at? <laughs> man, come on, man. That, that, that's that's just as bad as the Raiders, man. My Raiders going for a fourth and twenty. Hey, man. <laughs> I mean, all no, coaches no, no, do no, it. Not the Raiders. The Hurricanes. The Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Fourth and twenty. I mean, all, the field goal. Uh, all coaches do it. I mean, I watched I watched the Browns last week. They come they're coming back. They scored a touchdown. Okay, now they're down nine points. Okay, clearly you need another touchdown. Right. So if you kick the Kick the field goal right here. Kick the one. You're down eight. So if you get the onside right. kick, you get two points. Then, then you go for two. Then it's a tie game, right. right? No, that's not what we did. <laughs> we went for two right there. Didn't get it. All right. So now we now nine. Yeah, right. It, it we get the onside kick. Right. We score the touchdown. It don't matter now because right. we're down three. Right. So it don't even matter no more. You got to do it all over again. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't know if, of course, it's going to be the head coach's decision because he was automatically right. holding his fingers up too. Right. Where's the offensive coordinator at, in his ear going, coach? No, 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 no. Listen, we're down nine. Kick the guaranteed one right here. Because if we get the onside kick, score the touchdown, we got momentum, there's a better chance for us getting a two-point conversion right there. Maybe he was thinking get two-point conversion. 
now, so you won't you won't overthink it when you, all you got to do is kick the field goal, or either go for two two times. No, I get because, that because if he if he, if they get the two right there, get the on side, go down and get two again. Maybe he was thinking that way. <laughs> maybe that's maybe <laughs> maybe he was thinking that way. You know, and, and, and there ain't nothing else I can say about that. But maybe he was thinking that way because that was man. Hey. That was wild. Well, that was your game. Your game last week you called as as a as a W. That's your L, right? <laughs> Did I call that one? Yeah, you called that one. Who are we playing again? No. We played Tennessee. No, no, no. I didn't call that one. Which one you called? I it? said one of the Cincinnati games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, Who said? I think that was Big Al that called in. Yeah, yeah. I think that was Big Al that called in. Intellect, yeah. Intellect said y'all was going to win, too. But they could have almost – they've been in every game, but every I don't – you know. I ain't going. I ain't going to even talk about that. Right, right. y'all playing playing the position of the number one draft pick. (laughs) Hey man, you got to talk about that too later on when Neil getting here because he said your Raiders was going to have the number one pick if you remember that. Yeah, oh yeah, we're going to crush all those dreams, (laughs) Phil. Man, let me tell you. Uh, Just as two weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, Miami Hurricanes ranked number ten in the nation. Okay, so we can go ahead and play right. You know, they was number nation going into the game against Florida. Since then, lost three in a row. Two at the house, one on the road, you know, on a Thursday night. Now, there's something that Harry came and unranked in the preseason. Then they both got up to the number 10 spot just like that, you know, in a in a in a hurry, in a way. I don't know if that was because they're getting some wins or the product of other teams losing that was ahead of them. And as soon as they got that, and as soon as they got that number ten spot, Florida State was a, yeah. We gotta talk about that. Let's see something that I didn't see. Florida State game, uh, rival game. It was it was fifty fifty game to be honest. That game was fifty fifty game. But after we all said game, it's like our spirit. We stopped mm-hmm. and the defense played. I mean, defense lights out, you know, every game this year. But it's just mm-hmm. it's, it's subtleties that I see on our defense now that we might miss a tackle. We might miss a tackle that, that would have been made at Florida State game, you know. But tackles is because of how much they're on the field. They, they stay on the field all for them. Yeah, and, and, and that and goes to the offense because mm-hmm. we're throwing the ball every Every play we on the ball, game we played, we officially ran the ball 22 times with three different, three different running backs. Yeah. Brad Kaya, on, 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 if you look if you look at stats, he ran the ball nine times, but he only really ran the ball twice. Right, or three, because three six times. times. Yeah, six times. Right. He got, yeah, three right. times. He got right. the other time, so, you know, I know it's our offensive line. Why are we trying to off the line loss against Florida State? You know, they, and they they really, really did because uh, I, and I hate to point the young young man out, but seventy eight. I won't call his name. I just call his number. Right. Seventy eight. I mean, the only call guy on the touchdown run, the miraculous touchdown run. Um, you know, that's one of those. Yeah, it was going away from the play. Had nothing to do with the play. You know, for one, you know, for two it was. It, it was touchy touch, you know, but it is what it is. Right. You know, to to understand the 
the magnitude of the game because there was a lot of hitting going on out right, there. It, I mean, was, it was big. It was it, it was, was it was classic for the state. It was Miami. old school for the state. Yeah, it was a classic. Yeah, and, and if you're a Miami fan, you have to be happy to see that right. because what had in the past that is yeah Miami would go up a couple points or whatnot, you know, but it wasn't you know they was. They they was getting pumped on the field. Right, right. Like we knew it was coming. It's just a any moment. Any moment. And it happened this game. Right. You know. Right. Uh, but you know, I I don't I don't know what to say about my offense. And Brad Kyer, this is what I want to say to all you fans out there who want Brad Kyer to go and get a new quarterback. Look here. He can't go nowhere. He can't go nowhere. But thing is, I want you to. Think of think of him like this. We put him up on the pedestal. Hopefully, he doesn't turn into this guy. <laughs> I promise you, I don't want him to turn into this guy. And I have I have hopes for this guy too. He reminds me of Jacory Harris right now. Just right now, mm-hmm. he came he came hot the first two years. Boom, bap. He putting up four hundred. He have over a thousand yards against mm-hmm. Florida State alone. Mm-hmm. Alone, just over a thousand mm-hmm. yards. You know, and he only put what two two hundred against two hundred plus against Florida State this year. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. the last the last, the first two years he had over four hundred. Mm-hmm. So I don't know I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's if it's Coach Rick, you know, getting in his ear trying to hey get you prepared for the league or I don't know, man. It's just something. And, and Mark Rick has to have a couple more years before we really did. Yeah. He's still, he's yeah. still. I was about to call him Butch Boys. He's still playing with Al Golden's boys. Right. You know, um, they're four and three right now. One and three in the ACC. You know, they're in the cellar. You know, right now with Duke and Georgia Tech. You know, mm-hmm. Duke ain't won a league game. And they beat Tech. So technically, right. over with those two guys right there. Um, and they asked, you know, some of the some of the uh, comments he made after the game was we were not able to execute well enough to, to sustain drives offensively, which you just talked about. Right. Obviously, we had very little run game, which you just right. talked about. And he said, I think they're trying to play as hard as they can possibly play. They are great kids. They're awesome. They're going to fight, and that's what I see, blah, blah, blah. You know, now what I see is I see a quarterback who is simply regressing right now. You know, uh, you say it was six times he was sacked. It was actually eight. So he was sacked eight times. So he only ran the ball once. Right. Right. He was sacked eight (laughs) times. For negative 55 yards. Virginia Tech had 12 uh, tackles for loss. That was just halfway through the fourth quarter. You know, uh, Kaya been sacked 13 times in his past three games. You know, so it's clearly a a protection issue. You know, and maybe that's why, you know, along with him holding the ball a little bit too long. But holding the ball, it's it's a different thing. Like, like I've listened to the older football, NFL football players. Sometimes you have to throw your player open. Yes. You got to throw him open. open. Yeah. I, and he watching the game. That I yeah. The guy could be open. You know, uh, like it was, for instance, it was it was a play, I think it was a bootleg or something. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a fly route where the safety was on the inside playing, playing closer to the numbers, and nobody was in the middle of the field. Go and the our middle. receiver was in the middle of the field. All he had to do was just throw it up there. Mm-hmm. Let, his, let his players make plays, like like Coley. Coley makes plays in big-time situations. Mm-hmm. He almost made the play in that touchdown mm-hmm. catch on that fourth and 50 or right, whatever that right, was. Right. But he almost made the play. Just throw it. That time, he just threw it up there. 
That's what he, I think he has to do more. Let his player just make plays. That's what they went to Miami for, to make plays. And, and you look at it, man, and numbers can just really sometimes just not tell the story. He was 23 or 38 for 323 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. You would think we'd have won a game like that. Right. No, but they got blue, 37-16. You know, it was it – was, it was, it was, it was To a point where he had no choice but to pass the ball. Yeah, man. He had about three <laughs> touchdowns, you know. So, um, they got some cleaning up to do. You know what I'm saying? They got some cleaning up to do down there. Uh, lost three in a row. Going to Notre Dame, you know, uh, next week. And then it goes out with at home against Pittsburgh, at Virginia, and then at North Carolina State, and then of course at Duke. Right. You know, so. But I I will say this: uh, our defense is young. Got some great linebackers. Our linebackers are all freshmen, so beware. Yeah, they got some. They got some great linebackers. I will be back next year talking. Until <laughs> <laughs> then, I'm gonna keep my mouth. <laughs> Man, there was a there was a great game last Saturday night though between uh, Ohio State yeah. and Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, that, that was a blow-for-blow blow game right there. You know, and that's, you know, that's get you ready for uh, uh, the bowl season. And, you know, Ohio State is a young team, you know, but them boys got talent. You know, and with JT Barrett out there at quarterback, you know, he guides them, you know, uh, uh, along the way. You know, he's he, that boy tough as nails. Yeah. You know, uh, they run they they run the hell out of him. You know, he runs the ball like a, a damn running back back there. Right, right. I think, I think he's a – a running back they and a quarterback. Him. That's you're exactly right. It's pretty much what it is. You know, because I sit there and watch like, man, is this dude gonna ever throw the ball? Because he just, you know, he he calls his numbers, he runs his plays. You right. know, they got some good, they got some good backs out there, uh, some good wide receivers, and they got some uh, uh, young talent on the defensive line. They lost what sixteen starters. Sixteen. They starters, lost six, sixteen starters. You know, to the NFL. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy, but but one of those starters replaced his brother. Right, and I saw him like the first five plays. He get a sack, and after the after that, he was double teamed the rest of the game. The rest of the game, <laughs> the of the game. and he's a freshman. He's a freshman. Right, he's I a freshman. To, I, I got to see that guy in person in high school where he was a junior. That was tough. And when I tell you he was the truth, then I knew yeah. it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, that guy's serious, man. You know that that, that guy's both. serious. Yeah, that guy had little brother and big brother. I yeah, watched big brother. Big brother had three sacks. Did you see that? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, was it Thursday or Monday? It was, it was one of them days, last Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah, last Thursday yeah. night he had three sacks. My that, that was his first NFL game. And that dude was out there wrecking shop. So little brother's doing the same thing. I said, man, <laughs> we should have picked that dude right there. <laughs> I think he was going on right there. I think they, was, they watched the program too much. <laughs> man, definitely, definitely. You know, definitely. You know, so, man, we had some good games last week, but we got some good games uh, uh, this week on, on the board as well. Um, so the infamous number 10. So Wisconsin's playing. They're number 10. You know, and they'll be playing at Iowa, who's five and two. You know, uh, there's 171 tickets available. They're starting at $86 if you want to go. You know, that's out there at uh, Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City, Iowa. You know, uh, they got number seven Louisville. You know, hosting uh, NC State. You know, uh, of course, 354 tickets available. And if you got 27 bucks, you can go watch Louisville uh, Cardinals play in NC State. You know, uh, that's at Papa John's Cardinal Stadium, by the way, for those who want to go. Um, Louisville is starting to just hang around. You know, after that loss to Clemson, you know, and then they had a, a, a close win against uh, damn, just get my mind just that quick because right after that they had a they, they had they had a close they had a close victory. Uh, it was on a Thursday night, if I'm if I'm mistaken, you know. But I think they won. They pulled it out. You know, it was they, the Duke game. The Duke game. Yeah. You know, Duke That's almost got. Them. 
Cutcliffe, you know what I'm saying? Man, Cutcliffe can coach, man. Yeah, but they ain't won a game yet in the ACC this but that's year. That's all right, but he can coach, man. Look, he man. can. <laughs> he can. That that he can. You know, the line in that game is Louisville minus twenty. You know, against NC State and uh, minus twenty against NC State. Minus twenty. Your boy Lamar Jackson has already thrown for eighteen hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns. He's carried the ball one hundred thirteen times, rushed for eight hundred thirty-two yards and fifteen touchdowns. You know, so the boy, you know, the boy is on the track to the Heisman. He's Heisman. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would say that. I would say he right now. I think they had to give out the trophy right now. He would be the man. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. It, it definitely it would definitely have to go him. You know, but, uh, he only has four interceptions, fifteen hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns, mm-hmm. four intercepts. Mm-hmm. The boy's a real deal, man. Yeah, he's a real deal. He's small and frail, but but in college you can do that. Yeah, he, he's 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 a, he's the real deal. You know, in the ACC, they got number 22, North Carolina, going to travel to uh, play uh, Virginia, 2-4 and four Virginia. You know, Carolina is a 11-point uh, favorite, you know, in that game. Uh, looking at uh, Eastern Michigan traveling to number 20, ranked for the first time in school history, wow. Western Michigan. They're number 20, 7-0, 3-0 in the MAC. You know, 44 degrees in that game there at Kalamazoo, <laughs> Michigan. That sound cold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and Western Michigan is a 22-and-a-half favorite, you know, over-under in that game is 60. You know, uh, probably the game of the day, man. Number one, Alabama facing uh, number six, Texas A&M. And that's a 3 o'clock game, 3.30 game. And Tuscaloosa, man. You know, that's 3.30 game. That is that is That's a big time game to be at three thirty. You're right about that. You're right about that. You know, oh my goodness, what just happened there? I don't know what just happened. Screen just yeah, went that, down. I mean Bama Bama's Bama's gonna do what they do. I mean, finally, after all these years, they have a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes they, yes, so they, yes, they have do. a quarterback. It's it's something that, you know, usually who's gonna be the quarterback, but this Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's the real deal. And they got a quarterback too, and Trevor Knight. You yeah. know, one fifteen to two fifteen. He's thrown for fifteen hundred yards and nine touchdowns as well. Right. You know, and, and surprisingly, there's three hundred and forty three tickets available to this game. How many? Three hundred and forty three left to this Maybe game. It can be. And they start at one hundred and sixty nine dollars. <laughs> that, and, and that's nosebleeds, America. That's nosebleeds, <laughs> right? Right. I've been in that stadium. That's no <laughs> 52 degrees at kickoff. The line is Alabama favored by 18. I believe it. Good grief. I'll take that. <laughs> I mean, good grief. I mean, that's it's just, you know, they got a nasty team this year, man. Alabama, man, it's it's Ohio State is close, but I, they ain't close this, enough. This year, this year, I would say Alabama could be up there with one of the greatest teams. If they can pull it off and just go right. the field and win. Right. But don't you see the same with them, though? Every they, year they're up there they in always, the top they always, three or four they always, they always trip over that line. And they have a hiccup somewhere down the line. Right. right. They you know, trip, a close game or something. They, they, trip, just, on, they trip on that five-yard line. That's what it is. <laughs> right. And this, and they to they do honest, it to themselves. And, and to be honest, this is the game that it could happen. They do it, they do it to themselves but, all the time. But for whatever reason, I think I don't see it. They have LSU on the fifth. They have mm-hmm. uh, 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 they'll win uh, easily. <laughs> they have Mississippi State on the twelfth. Then they have my school, Chattanooga, the mm-hmm. Mock, the ninth. 
15th mm. and Auburn on the 26th of uh, November. Mm. So I don't, I don't see. This is their hiccup. If if it's if one out there, this is the one. Auburn? No, no, not Auburn. This tech, this Texas A and M game. This game here. This is the hiccup. Game. But see, I don't think so, only because uh, they're up for this game and so, they and they coming to the house. So you saying the Auburn game? Where are they playing that game at? They're playing it at home. Damn. <laughs> I don't see it. You know, it looks like everything is lining up for them. It, 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 you a, know. ACC championship. Now, I don't F- see it. The, yeah, the ACC F- championship. F- championship. Well, Georgia's the second home to them. They're here every year playing for the championship, seems like. Right. So, I mean, who's who going to beat them on the other side over there? Nobody. Right. Nobody. Right. Right. So, it's going to take a damn near flawless game. You know, for somebody to... Hey, what's that what's a little thing that you put in your water? And they say it changes everything. The flavor water? Yeah, the flavor water. <laughs> not, not against Alabama, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. <laughs> Alabama's just... And, I, and to be honest, against, against college football itself, I wouldn't bet against all 116 teams against Alabama. Mm-hmm. I still choose Alabama to, to win it all. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, man, they're definitely, definitely a, a big time favorite to win it all. You know, I don't, I don't see them. I'm, I'm with you. You know, I don't see them beating. You know, I would like to see somebody beat them. I would like to somebody just give them a game because every game, hell, their defense is scoring a lot more than most people's oh, offenses. And and, and and I want, <laughs> and, I, and I believe, I believe Jeez. they they scored. How many how many touchdowns? I, I forgot how many touchdowns they scored. It seemed like every but game they scored on the defense. It's like they scored they scored nine touchdowns. No, nine players have scored touchdowns on the defense. Seven or nine players scored touchdowns on Alabama defense. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. On Alabama defense, they scored. You know, we talking about defense, everybody. Right. We talking about defense. We ain't talking about offense. <laughs> we ain't talking about we nine talking different. About we talking about nine different receivers caught a touchdown. We're talking about defensive touchdowns. Defensive touchdowns. Touchdown right, right. Alabama. It's crazy. I think either nine or no, nine or seven players have scored a touchdown for Alabama defense. Right, right. Don't get it twisted. Man, that's a real deal Holyfield right there. They might be playing the wrong position. <laughs> <laughs> you, may be, you may be right about that. You may you may be right about that. So we got that game going on, man. There's others out there as well. You know, um, we got the, uh, Purdue going to number eight, Nebraska. You know, Nebraska just slowly creeping along. That's another game Ohio State got coming up pretty soon as well. You know, so uh, Ohio State, the Big Ten this year has got strong. some teams, man. You know, they got some guys Very in there. Strong. You know, because when you sit there and you look at it, because right now, okay, they got. Ohio State sitting at two. They got Michigan sitting at three. They got Nebraska right here sitting at eight. They got Wisconsin sitting at ten. They're almost what the SEC used to be, you know, because right now the SEC is a one-horse race. You know, they have Texas A&M in there, but, you know, Arkansas was in there. But, you know, who really believes in Arkansas? They're going to find their tripwire sooner or later like they always do anyway. Right. You know, so – Alabama is like the only constant is what they got, and you got these three or four teams in there, you know, in the Big Ten. And the sad part of it is, only one of them can go. Only, only one can go. <laughs> only one of them can and go. It, and it looked like it's going to be that Ohio State Michigan guy. It's going to come down to that, it looks like, you know. But then, you know, after that, you got to turn around and play the Big Ten championship game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Uh, it may not be a bad thing. I know Ohio State and Michigan is on the same side. I don't know. I think Nebraska and Wisconsin may be on the other side, you know, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so that that is definitely, that is definitely a, a, a good game towards the end of the year to have that uh, that championship game going on. You know, that's something that would be uh, that'd be great to see. So, uh, some really good football being played out there in the Big Ten, man. And um, I, I just, I'm just a fan. You know, I'm just a fan right now of all these games. You know, when I watched that Ohio State and that Wisconsin game the other night, you sat there and you watched that big time on the edge of your couch. In that, that Big Ten conference, you have Michigan, Ohio State at the top. Michigan State, they even fell off. Uh-huh. On the other side, they you, sure have, did. you have Nebraska and Iowa. Damn, that's it? <laughs> Nebraska and Iowa? And Northwestern. I mean, they loaded on one side. So you mean to tell me Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Michigan is all on the same? Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Penn State, uh, uh, Indiana, Michigan State, Rutgers. So they loaded up yeah. one side. Yeah. The other side is doing The other side got Nebraska, Iowa, <laughs> Northwestern, Minnesota. Oh my Wisconsin God! Wisconsin on that. Okay, side. I thought Wisconsin on that side. Okay, Wisconsin okay, on that. okay. Purdue and Illinois. Okay, that's not that bad. And now Wisconsin is on that side over there. It's but you got too many. You got too many rivals on one side. Right. Though. Well, because you got Michigan and Ohio State are rivals, and Michigan Michigan State are rivals. Yeah. So you're gonna have that. You know, that's gonna be in there. Even Ohio State Michigan State is always a tough game, right. also. And then Penn State. And then Penn State, whenever they can get well, right, get good. When, you know. Right. That 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 all that always creeps in there as well. You know. So. Man, that, that Big Ten may be the new SEC, you know, big boy football, as, as people like to call it. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think that's what it's right now. And, and then with the recruiting, it's like, you know, they, 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 they got doggone <laughs> I, I love him, I love him. I just like his dudes. I think if he would have stayed in, hey, wherever he wanted to stay at, he could have stayed for the night. He could have stayed in Tampa. Right. You know, it's, it's it's all about how he approaches the game and how he coaches his kids. And I kind of I like oh, they do, they do but oh, big every school that they, that they put, you know, school or, or NFL team believed in them also. Right, you're, you're exactly right, Except man. But owners, right? Fantastic <laughs> coach, though. Great coach, man. Great coach. Six four six seven eight seven one eight four zero is the telephone number, man. Hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter as well at Blow Your Whistle, man. Got to take a Quick break, man. Other side of the break, we'll finish up with the uh, college football talk. We also got uh, Carl online, likes his big intellect. Probably we'll bring him in to talk some more uh, sports talk, man. So stay on the field with your boys. It's a sports official. Sports officials.
How's it going today? Man, everything is fantastic, man. It's fantastic. We were just having a conversation about uh, the Big Ten, you know, Big Ten football and uh, how tough it is this year and how they're looking as the, what the SEC used to be. You know, with Ohio State ranked, ranked second and Michigan ranked third. You got Nebraska ranked eighth. Uh, a two-loss Wisconsin team that might just point it out, they're ranked 10th. 
you know, and it seems like, man, every every week there's a battle, you know, within the uh, uh, the Big Ten and, and being a Ohio State fan and a uh, Big Ten advocate, I'm sure you're proud to see that. Oh, absolutely. One of the things that, I'm, that, that you also have to notice is that with the Big Ten having four teams in the top ten and then uh, teams that are usually good, and they may, and every team falls off every now and then, but Iowa is usually a good team. Michigan State is usually a good team. As a matter of fact, Michigan State was, was ranked in the top, at least top 15 at the beginning of the year. Um, they've had their, their little struggles, and that's okay. But you, just, you have six teams that are to be uh, a, a factor in the, in the uh, national championship picture for a while to come. You're exactly, you're exactly right. You know, uh, and it's just, a, it, it's crazy how they're all going to knock each other off. I mean, because only one can go. You know, there's there's not going to be two of them that's going to get into the four, or do you think otherwise? Oh, no, there's only, there's only going to be um, one, especially with the with the rise of independent teams or, or power five teams like Houston, uh, BYU is, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, about Boise State is playing good ball, mm-hmm. uh, uh, teams like that. So no, there's only going to be one, and one one conference, one of the one of the Power Five conferences is going to get left out, and it looks to me right now it's going to be the Big Twelve. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be the Big Twelve. The big, I don't, I think the highest, I think the highest team in the Big Twelve that's ranked is uh, Oklahoma, you know, at 16, and that that may that I may miss somebody there, you know, but I think you got Alabama at one, of course, and. Either Ohio State or Michigan, either one of those two guys, you know, are probably going to pull it out, you know, to represent the uh, the Big Ten. Uh, so that's SEC and Big Ten, and then uh, more than likely it's going to be Clemson that's going that's going to represent for the ACC. And if you ask me, sitting at the fourth one, the fourth person at the table, this is, this is just me. I think it's coming from the Pac-12 and maybe Washington Huskies. You know, if, oh, if, yeah, they, if they can win out, I think it'll be those guys. Oh yeah, the uh, the Pac the Pac twelve championship game is going to be uh, a game to watch. But it, Washington is definitely definitely in. So right. um, they just the, the, the Big Twelve is going to get left out, and uh, it's too bad. Even though they they're going to say they're going to declare a champion this year, and they're not going to have a championship game until next year. Um, they they they've kind of shot themselves in the foot just in the way that they've set things up. Um, as far as the the number of teams, the teams they lost, the teams that they didn't let in, they could have invited Houston, um, mm-hmm. they could have invited B, BYU, they could have invited Boise State, and mm-hmm. um, and would have been better represented. But uh, they decided not to this year, and that's going to hurt them not only this year, but I believe it's going to hurt them next year as well. So the the Big Twelve could be shooting themselves in the foot by not having a representative in the uh, playoff two years in a row. Think about that. You're exactly right. And I think, man, it just seems like their their leadership is just a little arrogant, you know, and, and what they are and who they invite and who they don't invite. And, you know, we're going to open up application process. And then again, we don't want to open, open up the application process. They're, and, like, they're like Notre Dame on a big scale. Right, right. They're a league of Notre Dame. Right. You're, you're exactly right. Like, we don't need you. Right. You know, and, and, and just what they and like I said, it's going to be two years in a row because I stand corrected. West Virginia's the highest uh, uh, Big Twelve uh, team at number twelve. You know, they're five and zero, and they they Baylor. got a four and two TCU today. Is Baylor is Baylor ranked higher than Baylor for six and zero, man? Hey man, <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they, they, I don't want y'all, Baylor is number 
Baylor's number nine. Okay, yeah. I stand corrected for the second time on the Big Twelve team. That's you know, all right. <laughs> because you know, you know, as I like to call them, the flag football. It's a flag football conference. You know, it's just who can score the most points. There's right. no defense nowhere in that conference. You know, you may have a good defensive player here or there. You know, but I mean, if I was an NFL team, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want a defensive back out of the Pac-12. I'm, I'm sorry, the Big Twelve, because none of them can stop anybody. You know, not one, not. Who was the last? Who was the last good DB that came out of the Big Twelve? And I'm a little bit scarred because the Browns fan. We, you know, we picked uh, uh, my man uh, Justin. Uh, shoot, I forgot his name. Just that fan. I don't Gilbert. Even know. Yeah, Gilbert. You know, I think I think we traded up to the Steelers for like a seventh round pick or something. But this guy was like the number number nine pick in the entire NFL draft. Right. And we traded him to the Steelers for a seventh round pick. You know, yeah, Justin Gilbert. Yeah, that's his name. I mean, so that tells you just. Who was the last great DB that came out of the Big 12? Okay. Beginning like, you know one off the top of your head? There's one safety that came out of Texas a, a few years ago. I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. Vicaro. Uh, Earl Thomas. Yeah. Earl, that yeah. was the last one. Earl Thomas. It was the last one. Earl yeah, Thomas. That's playing with uh, uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're exactly right. You know, and that's a safety. You know, there's no corners. You know, so if I'm the NFL. Oh, no, there, 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 there are no corners. When, when, right when when he was playing, he was playing with Mac, so he was. It, it, it was a totally different Texas team. That right. was a that was a real Texas team. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, you pretty much just want pass rushers out the Big Twelve. That's what they do. Pass rushers and wide receivers. Pass rushers and wide receivers, but even their wide receivers are cuckoo. You know what I mean? Because who was who was the last? I mean, okay, Sterling Shepard's pretty good. You know, he, he's okay as a rookie uh, that came out. Uh, Tyler Lockett was. Uh, no, actually, he's Pac-12. He's Kansas State. Uh, is Kansas State in the Big 12? No. Kansas State is in the Big 12. Kansas State is in the Big 12, yeah. Okay, so Tyler Lockett was okay. You know, he, he he's a little bit banged up right now with Seattle, but, you know, he made uh, the Pro Bowl, you know, I believe, as a rookie. Uh, but you look at Dez Bryant that came out. You know, you looked at uh, – what was the other guy Crab from? Crabtree. Crabtree. Uh, Justin Josh uh, Gordon. Josh Gordon, but it, it, you see where we're going with this. Everybody we name are troublesome. You know, um, Blackman, Justin Blackman, yeah, yeah, went to the Jaguars. Yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. so all the big time receivers that come out of this conference are troublesome. You know, you got to be careful. So the Browns just got to pretty much pray for Corey Coleman, you know, <laughs> and hope that he's, you know, is this a Brown segment or, or no, 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 no. It's college football because we're talking about the Big Twelve. You know, we're talking about the Big 12. It just so happened that we had three picks that came out of out of Big 12. You, hey, know? I'm just, I'm just, you know, I got a message you believe in, guys. <laughs> we're, we're called, uh, we rallied together right now, you know, with the Windians right now. We'll, and we'll talk oh, about that I'm in sorry, a couple minutes. You're right. <laughs> right. So, uh, but, but in saying that, I, I think the big intellect is absolutely 100% correct that the Big 12 will be, get left out for the second straight year, man. And, They've always been kind of power players, you know, when it came when it came to the uh, uh, college football championships, you know. So uh, I don't fault them. I, I, well, last year I fought them, but this year they tend to dominate. Yes, but you, they can only get one spot. Yeah, you know, they can only get one spot, and that you know that that fourth spot always seemed to come down to is it going to be Pac-12 or Big 12? It's going to come down to one of those guys. And with the Big 12 not having a championship game, it hurts them. Right. You know, it hurts them. It hurts them big time. How you can, how you just going to declare a champion? They're our champion. 
How you gonna do that? You can't do that. Somebody gotta win it on the field. You know, they they got they gotta win it on the field. So uh that's pretty much uh, college football in a nutshell uh right now. But um I would like to I would like to just go ahead and talk about them Wendy's if you don't mind. I mean, because it's <laughs> we listen, we had the question last week. I I just wanna I just wanna put this out there. We had the question last week about the big intellect. Now we talked about this before before the show started. Big intellect. We had the question. The question the big intellect said last week to all our listeners who who just you know happened to miss the show last week, and I know they didn't. But if you happen to miss the show, big intellect said what would be a better storyline: the Indians winning the World Series and Cleveland having two major league championships, or the Cubs winning and ending their hundred and eight year drought or whatever it is. You know, and everybody said Cleveland, you know, I'm being biased, but the national media wants to see the Cubs they win. They want to see the Cubs I mean, win. look at it. When, when, we, when we talked about that, that night, I think Cleveland won the game. That was the first game of the uh, AL, I'm sorry, the NLCS. And it led off SportsCenter. You know, they went in about a good 10, 15 minutes on it. Then we had some college football highlights. And then about 35 or 40 minutes into the show, then you see the ALCS highlights. That tell you right there, you know, what it's all about. Um, even yesterday, what's the first thing I see on the Sports Center this morning? I see uh, Bill Murray at the White House with the Cubs uh, uh, gear on, you know, taking questions about the Cubs and whatnot. You know, this is what it's all about. It's about the Cubs, the Cubs, the Cubs. The same thing it was with about Golden State and, and the NBA when they had broke the record and broke the uh, uh, Bulls record. They were the greatest team out there alive, and the Cavs was just a second thought. They were an afterthought, and I think the Indians are an afterthought. But I want to ask you this, Big Intellect. I think that this serves very well for the Indians to not have this pressure on them, and they can play the role of the underdog and the spoiler. What you say? Oh, without a doubt. And uh, the fact that they, they dominated the playoffs so, so um, thoroughly that they get – Five days off before the before mm-hmm. the uh, World Series starts. That means you mm-hmm. can set your rotation. That means your mm-hmm. bullpen is rested. And um, if you're um, t- Terry Francona, you can do whatever the hell you want right now with that lineup. <laughs> and 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 with the possibility, with the possibility, and I, re- I heard this the other day that Danny Salazar might mm. be available to mm. pitch in the World Series. So mm. um, it's looking. Right now, it's looking really good, especially when you consider how anemic uh, the Chicago Bats have been up until the last two games. Um, mm-hmm. And you'll find out that I don't know if Kershaw is going to go in game six, but if Kershaw does go in game six, it's going to be another one-two run game if it's not a shutout. The Indians scored 12 runs. They scored 12 runs in five games to win uh, the pennant, you know, which, was, which is pretty much unheard of. You know, the Bats are quiet. You know, but one Francisco, uh, what is, I would say his last name, Lindor, you know, is he a superstar in the making? Oh, without a doubt. That kid can, I mean, he's like a five-tool player. He can go deep. He's a great range, good, a great arm, uh, speed on the base pass, and he can hit for average. That that kid is phenomenal, and he's going to be a big star. And he's having fun out there. You see nothing but, you see all all of his teeth. You know, when he's out there, he's just out there having the ball. Now, I want to ask you guys this because they're, asking, they're saying that he's almost like a Nostradamus. Uh, two years ago, either two years ago or three years ago, before he was in the major leagues, did you guys hear about the tweet that he sent out? No, I hadn't heard about that one. 
he he has a tweet and it's been showed over uh, excuse me numerous times you know on a, on a major on the major channels. He sent out a tweet that he had a dream last night, and this is again this was before he was even in the major leagues. He was playing shortstop for the Cleveland Indians, and they won the World Series. Can you believe that? <laughs> Who say they dreamed they was playing hey, for the Cleveland hey, Indians? Listen, listen. That's just like that's that's about as close as when 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 Crabtree said he talked to Pat. He's had a dream the night before he catched the touchdown pass and beat. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, who has a dream like that? I mean, this dude wasn't even in the major leagues, and to pick out the Cleveland Indians out of all teams, you know, say I dreamt I was playing shortstop for the Indians, and we won the World Series. And here's this guy is one of the leaders on the team. Just he out there just having the ball. Just you know, he don't have a care in the world. He don't even know no better. He just out there just playing. You know, and here he is, dream come true, start the World Series Tuesday night. Not only is that the uh, the first time that, that the Cleveland hosts the uh, opening game of the World Series and have a home field advantage of the World Series, not only that, but that same night across the water, Cavaliers will be getting their championship ring same night, opening night on Tuesday. As a matter of fact, they moved the game back. They moved the game back to 730 so that the ring ceremony wouldn't clash with the opening of the, of the right. first game of the World Series. So they moved it back a couple, uh, hour or uh, an hour. Man, you know what? It's almost like the world is about to come to an end because I've never would have thought this would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> I am serious, man, as a... The end of day. Man, I'm serious, man, just as a Cleveland fan. You know, I mean, it don't matter who you are. And, and I guarantee you, we all got the same feeling. It is... You can't believe this. You can't, you can't write this. You know, okay, the Cavs winning, like, okay, well, hey, Cavs winning, they just just saying it just to be facetious. Hey, why not the Indians? Right. And here the Indians are. You know, now, can't be facetious with the Browns because, you know, we own a six. Hey, hey, <laughs> number one pick in the draft. <laughs> That's where Damn. y'all we. Damn. We're number one again, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll be number one again. Oh, man. <laughs> but, you know, it's, a, it's an unbelievable feeling. And, of course, the big intellect has been around much longer than myself, and, and witnessing the Cleveland sports. Have you ever had a high like this when it comes to Cleveland sports? Uh, no. Uh, well, the, the only time, the cardiac kids in the 80s with the Browns, um, the miracle at Richfield in 75, 76 with the Cavaliers, and even then they didn't win the championship, but the, the city was on fire, you know, and, um, the, you know, but it ultimately came to that normal disappointing Conclusion, um, but now, but now the the, the 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 pendulum is swinging the other way, and mm-hmm. um, I I absolutely totally almost expect the Indians to win, and if if Danny Salazar comes back and he if he can just give them five innings in Game Four, you know, uh, mm-hmm. they they could they could uh, that could be the turning point in the series if you can get mm-hmm. five innings from Danny Salazar. To get the game to the bullpen, man, uh, the Indians win that series. Mm-hmm. It's going. It's going to be something else because I, I truly believe the Cubs are going to be there. You know, yeah, I, I, I true that. I th- I'm not tonight though. I think Kershaw gets in there and yeah. And does you know, I, I think in the end though, the Cubs yeah, will the Cubs outlast will the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. No, because they were up. What was it? Three one. Two one. It's three two. Three two. Yeah. Okay. Three, so. Two. Okay. Yeah, so Kershaw coming tonight. 
<laughs> and they were debating about, you know, you know, the last game they played, they should have played them. But, you know, hey, sometimes you just got to. But, but, but think about this. Right. But think about, and, and think about this. Think about this. Just as the Cavs, when they went into uh, uh, Golden State for game seven, anything can happen once you get to a game seven. If Kershaw mm-hmm. wins tonight yeah. and it goes to a game seven tomorrow night, Anything can happen. All mm-hmm. stops will be pulled out. Um, right. And it only takes one play. It takes one pitch. It takes mm-hmm. one error. You get one clutch hit. And the whole the whole uh, complexion changes. So mm-hmm. uh, if once it gets to a game seven, and there's nothing better in, in sports than a game seven, and it doesn't matter what sport it is. You get You're to right. a game seven, and, and everything is up for grabs. Yeah, you're right because every everything is on the table at this point. Yeah. You know, you you empty out your pockets when it comes to Game Seven. You know, and I I still think that, like you said, anything can happen. But I just think the Cubs pull it out. You know, I I really do. I I think I actually think they're gonna pull it out tonight. You know, in Chicago. Wow. You know, I really do. I think the Cubs. Are, I think the Cubs are winning tonight in Chicago, and we're getting ready for Tuesday. And I'm telling you, the talk for the Cubs is gonna be through the roof. You know, it's going to be through the roof. And I'm not trying to downplay it because I want, you know, the Indians to be under the radar or whatnot, but it's going to be through the roof because that is the storyline. You know, just like when the Red Sox was making their come up and for them to win, it was, you know, Boston, Boston, Boston. And right now it's going to be all about the Cubs and all the, you know, the Bill Murrays and all the other uh, uh, Penny Marshalls and whoever else, you know, were Cub fans. Even the president. Well, he's a White Sox fan, but, you know, but he's going for the Cubs now because it's the city of Chicago. You're exactly right. You know, so everybody's going to be on the Chicago Cub bandwagon. And I'm telling you, man, it's going to be the Cubs this, the Cubs that, blah, blah, blah. And if they win, it's going to be a mega explosion. You know, just like if on, on the flip side, you know, if the Indians win, an explosion in Cleveland or Ohio, but not so much as the, world. the rest of the nation. Yeah. You know, and that's, it was the same way in basketball. Right. You know, it was, it was the exact same way. And um, Cleveland is, you know, to go back to what Charles Barkley called the city or the or, or Ohio period, you know, he called Ohio the armpit of America. You know, and that, that's what he did. You know, so, you know, folks take that, that – that underdog role and the people on the outside looking in, there's no respect there. Let's be honest. I mean, there ain't no respect there like Cleveland. <laughs> the, the only fans that Cleveland fans have are Cleveland. That's it. That's it. Everybody else root. People aren't Cavs fans. They're yeah, LeBron they're fans. Le- yeah. You know, it's a difference. difference. Yeah. A difference. It's yeah. a major difference. You know, it's LeBron. You know, like we got, the, I got a guy, man, that comes up to the gym and we laughed at him last week. He has on some LeBrons. Some Cavs socks, the Cavs shorts, the LeBron jersey, a Cavs hat. He is nowhere near a Cavs fan. He was dressed up like the dude that dressed up like Yes, boy. yes. The dude like on the court, you're exactly right. Because just a couple of years ago, he had on the Miami apparel. You know, he <laughs> is a LeBron, LeBron fan. fan yeah. You know, so there's a lot of LeBron fans that are, that people get misconstrued as Cavs fans. No, he's not a Cavs fan. Right. They're LeBron fans. You know, he but don't just even, he don't even know who Mark Price is. Right, <laughs> him don't know. <laughs> you know, so so like Jacksonville, like the Jaguars. Right. The only people that are Jaguar fans are people from Duval. Yeah. Those yeah. are Jaguar True. fans. True. Right. They are Jaguar fans. Right. You're not gonna find a 
You're not going to find a Jaguar fan in an hour. No. You know, you ain't going to find one in Cleveland. You ain't going to find one in New York. And if you do, that's because they moved from Duval up to New York. Right. That's going to be the only way. But nobody is a true Jacksonville fan except the Jacksonville. Duval County. You're exactly right. If you were born and raised in Duval County, that's who your team is. You're you're exactly right. So, but I tell you, man, it's going to be interesting, you know, and I'm really excited to see it. This is my question, though. Yep. What city has won two championships in the And that's something we talked about last week, didn't we? Is is it the Red Sox and the Celtics? I don't know. Is is it the Patriots and the Red Sox? Uh, I think it's the Patriots and the Red Sox. It's the last time it happened. Okay. Okay. So we were there. We we tested our, you know, sports knowledge, but we got it. You know, know, so, but again, that's when Boston got hot, you know, and everybody was big poppy and, you know, Kurt Schilling and the bloody sock and all this and that, and, you know. Right. And and up there, they they are everywhere. You Mm -hmm. got Patriot fans everywhere. Mm -hmm. You got Red Sox fans everywhere. Right. But y'all little sleep. Cleveland uh, <laughs> Indians uh, are something incredible, man. But, but, but if you pull it off, I'm happy for the city. And, 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 I, and I tell you, I don't know if you're more happy for the city than you're just happy for the guys that you know that's from Cleveland. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm more happy for y'all because I can celebrate with y'all. <laughs> but I'm happy for the city because that's right. something, that's something special, man. Right, that's right. That's something really special. It is, you know, you're 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 exactly right, and and I tell you about these. I I tell you how long the Patriots been winning. You know, my nephew CJ, he's a he's a diehard Patriot fan. You know, and I'm just like, dude, wouldn't you become a Patriot fan? He's like, I always been a Patriot fan. You know, he has been for a long time. I think about, it, I was like, and you are only 17. You know, and they have just started winning. You know, what 10? How long's Belichick? How long has Belichick been there? Uh, wow, it's been about 10 years. Right, about, about, so, that, about ten years, but you know, remember right. they, they've been to the they've been to the uh, the Super Bowl before. You know, when they got blown out by the Bears, um, right. so they they have actually been a good team for you know off and on for a while. But you know, they they're like a dominant team now, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you got to hope that you find a, a replacement for Tom Brady pretty soon. He may have two more years max. Or right. although he's, really? he's playing at a pretty high level right now, though. Yeah, he's like a damn robot. But, but my question: They were winning without him. They were. Do you really need? Do you just need a quarterback that belly checking coach? I think so. But it's one thing, but you can win without Tom Brady, but can you win championships without him? That's the question. Because yeah. he came out there against, came back. I was like, great. Football guards with, with you know, what I'm saying we all knew it. You know, I watched the game. You know, I'm gonna tell you, it's Patriots fan out there chasing Brady in the woods. I mean, you saw on where hell halfway in the half through the game, you know, and I was yeah, we was had a chance for Brady. Like, damn, I mean, this dude came out there threw for damn 400 yards and about six touchdowns on him. In the first game back, looked like he beat. You know, you think I'm like, man, dude, this is unbelievable. And we came in front of quarterback. You know, they found a dude in the damn seven line. was it? Six or seven line? And we kind of get him the first, third, fifth, seventh. You're going to have one in the first one, too. <laughs> not by him. You know, not by him. So you're on the defensive line. Me? Oh, for sure. If I'm if I'm, if I'm the I'm offensive line. I'm, me, personally, if I got the number one pick, I'm going out, Jerry. That's just me. That's just me. Because we have absolutely nobody who can rush the passer. I don't 
and how good your DBs are. If you can't rush the passer, forget it. You're absolutely right. I, I'm with you. I'm Not only am I going uh, Miles Garrett uh, with the first pick in the draft, uh, I'm going for the best available defensive back or safety with the second pick in the first round. I mean, right. Because the Browns, you have, you have weapons. You have weapons. You can get offensive linemen in the second or third round. You have weapons. You need some defenders. They can't play in defense for nothing right now. So you need some defenders, mm-hmm. and you need some high-level defenders. Uh, go, mm-hmm. go into the season with, with, uh, with RG3 next year. Uh, you know, that mm-hmm. doesn't really hurt you that much. And then you have Terrell Pryor. Uh, uh, Cody Kessler is playing decent ball. He's putting up pretty good numbers, but he can't outscore the other team if they keep scoring. So, and then um, you, you have Pryor. You have uh, uh, Coleman coming back. You have Barnage. Uh, you can you can put together a running game. Uh, you can't, but you can't defend anybody. So yeah, you you have to beef up that defense. You have to beef it up now. <laughs> I had to get it off. I apologize. <laughs> Talking in the background, um, and you know, because what I was looking at, and I, I don't mean to jump the subject, but I was looking at that. You know, Brantley was out. You know, Brantley's been out all year for the Indians. I'm looking at Carrasco. You know, hasn't pitched since September. You know, along with uh, 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 Salazar, hasn't pitched in September. And you know, there and 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 the catcher, catcher's been out. You know, towards what it towards ACL or something like that. And Coco Chris, they bought this guy back. You know, I mean, Coco Chris, how long has he been around? You know, this guy's been he's been around for a long time. You know, it's 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 just crazy. You know, to to watch this thing unfold. You know, when it comes to it's completely into stuff, man. And you know, last thing, the last time we were here, it, it was, you know, it was the big bats that we had with Albert Bell and Kenny Lofton and you know, Byerga and uh, Omar Vizquel and uh, Jim Tomei. Ramirez. Who was the other one? Jim Tomei. Jim Tomei, right? I can't forget Jim Tomei. You know, so now it's it's a baseball team is pitching, you know, and that's what beat us when the Braves beat us. You know, it was it was pitching. You know, and that they're going to have to do. You know, when it comes to Cubs, Cubs got a a stellar lineup. You know, they they got a hell of a lineup. How how does Jason Hayward feel right now? You know, the Braves just treating him as a, as a, as an outcast man, just you know, pretty much kicking to the curb. And here he is on the cusp of the other of the World Series. Well, Jason Hayward un- understands that that the, the Braves are going in such another direction, and that he was going to be demanding eighteen twenty million dollars a year, and the Braves weren't weren't prepared to pay that to anybody. So, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, that, that handwriting was on the wall. Uh, I don't think he takes that personally. It's not like they discarded him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, because you think of all the other players that they got rid of, you know. Um, so uh, just to get younger and to, to rebuild the farm system, which is now one of the best in the league, in Major League Baseball. They have a ton mm-hmm. of prospects down there. So they're not worried about the future, uh, but going into um, – uh, Suntrust Park Stadium next year, that team is actually not bad. Uh, they're not going to embarrass themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. J- Jason will be all right. You know, he, still, he probably still hasn't mentally recovered from getting hit in the face. You see that big, uh, right. that, that big uh, guard that he wears on his batting helmet now. Um, mm-hmm. And if and you coach baseball, so you, you, you kind of see him. And this is one thing I noticed the other night. You kind of see him bailing out on pitches on the inside. You see that? Have you noticed that? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. 
and, and, it's, and he, it's he like bails out and he tries to he tries to pull it. So um, he's still a little scarred from that, and it's not hard to be scarred from getting hit in the face with a ninety-two mile an hour fastball. Mm-hmm. You're, you're exactly right, and when you get hit with one of them balls, man, and them things are humming, they're coming at you. You know, they come, they're coming at you big time. You you gotta you gotta be ready for those. You know, and, and the same thing with the pitchers, man. You know, it's you don't know where that ball is coming from. You know, you don't know where that ball is coming from, you know, uh, when it come off that bat. You know, so you just you just got to be, you got to be ready for it. Um, but Jason Hammond, you know, I, hats off to him, man. You know, he's a he's a you know, product out of, out of the uh, Georgia area, and you know, I just I just think uh, I, don't know how uh, I, I just think that he's got, uh, he's gonna have some system on the World Series, you know, and I just hope that we be careful. You know, when it comes to pitching to the guy. Let's take a quick break right by the two, two, three, and break. Can, can they on the lines or do you got to go? Oh, I'm sorry, I can stay on the line, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, just want to back back. number. If you want to hear this, I'll take a quick break. So we come back, we'll get some, uh, some NBA Stay on the field with the sports officials on the sportsofficials.com. Yo, the same old thing. Same. Food is best, and he missed us on my way to 
they really get up. Seems to rush to a head so crazily. Then she closed her eyes real lazily. Stretched out on a couch all void. Put on a walkman and listen to Pink Floyd. Then all of a sudden she fake a heart stop. My bad. <laughs> Short break. <laughs> right. Forgot about that one, man. Uh, 646-787-1840 is the telephone number, man. Hit up with your boys. Catch us on Twitter at Blow Your Will as we bring in uh, great intellect back on the scene, of, of course. And, you know, of course, man, uh horsemen in the place to be. Really deal, man. Fresh off of the night in this morning. Good morning. How you doing? Man, we have a lot of big time talk, man. Um, like I said, he just said it. I told him big like that we had some talk about the Big Twelve, man. And first thing he said was, "Without me, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. Without, without me, he. I'm the Big Twelve I know, I know you are, you know. And we had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of talk about the DBs. Look, who was the last greatest corner to come out of the Big Twelve? We couldn't figure it out. Best corner? Yes. Talib. Okay. Okay. Well, see, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> we, we stand corrected. We, we couldn't figure out nobody but uh, uh, Earl Thomas. You know, that's all we could. That's all we could think of about it. Okay. Okay. All right. We got you. We got you. You know. So um, I'm glad you're here, man. Because you know, right about now. Bang! 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 Yes, sir. I got five questions. You know, I got five questions. We're gonna we're gonna kick it off. You know, and I and I, I know that uh, we've been waiting on this. So, I got some goodies. You know what I'm saying? Some oldies, some oldies but goodies. So, Nelly uh, Neal, I'm gonna start off with you since you just got here. How many games will the World Series go? Uh, how many games? Everything going alright? Yep. It's going six games. If Dodgers mess around and pull it off. We're gonna beat them in five. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you, Mike. If this is Dodgers, I say Indians win in six. Okay. Because you got to see Kershaw twice. Okay. This Cubs. Somebody got a. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, if it's the Cubs, I say I say six again. Okay, I say six. Beginning leg, who you got? Uh, I like the Indians in six against the Dodgers. I like them in seven against the Cubs, uh, only so you... because the Cubs have a really stacked lineup, and you gotta like the drama of a game seven in Cleveland to win it all. So, you know, you know, just just for dramatic purposes, I like the idea of a game seven in Cleveland against the Cubs. And, and I'm going to have to tell you this. <laughs> I am going to agree with the big inlet 100%. If it's the Dodgers, it's Cleveland and six celebrating in L.A. Somebody's saying, Cleveland, this is for you one more time. Right. Francisco Lindor. You know, if it's the Cubs, it's definitely going seven. Ended up in Cleveland. Final at bat, walk off, base hit. Ooh. One of those. <laughs> because man, Cleveland never wins nothing easy. Nothing is easy for Cleveland. Your butthole is super tight. 
that were, if that would actually happen, if that actually happened and you predicted on this show, I'll be done. You're, man. you're a great, man. you're a great, great prognosticator. <laughs> hey, hey, big internet, I'm sitting in your chair. That's why that word came out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> he did say that when he said that. He said, I'm sitting in the big internet chair today. Maybe I'm going to have some uh, big words come out. <laughs> hey, okay. All right. Uh, number two. Question number two. Uh, I'm going to go to Big Intellect on this one. Question number two. Big Intellect. Who is going to be the first guy that's going to have a problem in Golden State this year? Oh, Clay Thompson. It's going to be Clay Thompson. Um, I think that, that uh, Kevin Durant's going to take a little uh, shine off the Splash Brothers and um, – Clay Thompson may get his shots. Uh, I think he's going to feel a lot more pressure to make them. And if he doesn't make them, if he goes into one of those extended slumps, people are going to want the ball out of his hands and into Kevin Durant's hands. Clay Thompson is the person who's going to have the most problems in Golden State. Mm. Mike? Oh, wow. Uh, I would say, I say, what's the question again? <laughs> wow. <laughs> who's going to be the first guy to be disgruntled in Golden State? I don't, to be honest, I don't see anybody. I mean, Clay, I could say Clay. You could say almost anybody, but I have to agree with, with the big intellect and say Clay because just what he said. Um, but I don't see that happening at all because if one off, you still got two. Mm-hmm. So who cares? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Nilly Neal? Oh, that's easy. easy it's Draymond. Draymond Green will be the first. After the Fantastic Four, I'm gonna tell you why real quick. Apparently, one him and Steve Kerr already got some issues. I was gonna go ahead. But I, I'm gonna let Nick go on. Did you read that? Did you read that article? Okay. 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 But uh, two, you got to stand. Uh, Draymond comes from an old school basketball perspective of you know you got to turn around, and play deep. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, you got to swing the ball to a pass. You got to you, mm-hmm. know, you got to play basketball the right way and uh. I think he's gonna have a problem with KD in the beginning with defense and uh and taking uh you know irrelevant shots sometimes like like Steph do so I, I think it's gonna be some issues you know what I mean? I'm with Neil Neil man thousand percent it's gonna be Draymond off the rip you know it's gonna it's gonna be Draymond he's got some issues and it's something that we'll address you know after we finish our uh, our five questions but because uh, there's some interesting uh, insight that I didn't know about that I read you know and Neil read the same article I'm sure and it's 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 man. It's 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 a problem there. Well, it's a, it's a problem there that we don't know about yet. I need to read that. Yeah, it's a problem there that we don't even know about yet. So I'm gonna go with Neil and say uh, uh, Draymond Green. All right, number three, we're gonna start with you, Mike. Who is your pick right now for the MVP of the National Football League? Wow, <laughs> I would have to get, go give it to Matty Ice, man. I have to give it to Matty Ice. He's he's produced, even though they lost. They lost a controversial game <laughs> of the week last week, but but I think I think he's finally produced and he's becoming that player that everybody thought he would be. So mm-hmm. I would give it to Matty Ice. Nelly Neal. David Johnson is in the MVP for me for Arizona Cardinals week by week. Man, this dude is producing big time numbers. He doesn't get a lot of carry. He don't. He's not a twenty five thirty carry guy. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but he always gets you 120, mm-hmm. 50, 30 yards, three touchdowns, catch for 30, 40 yards every game, mm-hmm. and he can block. I mean, and he's a goal line runner. I mean, he, he can't come off the field, man. Mm-hmm. I asked my MVP. Big intellect, who's your MVP right now? Reluctantly, I'm going to have to agree with Mike. I think it's going to be Matt. It has to be Matt Ryan. And I said it because of this. How many quarterbacks in this league who are leading the league in, in points and yards and all this other stuff, Matt Ryan consistently throws eight or nine receivers every game. Nine mm-hmm. receivers catch passes for Matt Ryan in every game. That means he has a clean understanding of the offense and he spreads the ball around. Now you can't defend the Falcons because – He's throwing the ball to everybody, and, and, they're, and they're getting results. If the Falcons had an even halfway decent uh, defense, they'd be, they'd be the, the favorite to win. But um, I, I would say Matt Ryan. Two for Ryan, one for David Johnson. I'm going to go outside the box, man, and I'm going to say one Ezekiel Elliott mm-hmm. of the Dallas Cowboys. You know, what, ha- what this kid has done, you know, since he's been in the league this year, I think the last five games, He's rushed for 700-plus yards or something like that, you know, which is more than, like, about uh, 14 to 15 NFL teams, you know, what they got total. You know, I mean, this dude is just phenomenal right now. And I know Dak Prescott, uh, Prescott's playing pretty good. You know, uh, that offensive line, of course, is a great offensive line, maybe one of the best ever, you know, to go down in the history. And that's, you know, maybe – Maybe that's one of the things the Browns need to take a page out of with Jerry Jones. Because everybody thought he was crazy picking these centers and tackles and everybody in the, in the, in the first round. Look at them now. You know, look, look, at, look at those guys now. But so I'm going to uh, hitch my wagon to Ezekiel Elliott, man, because as Neil said, like David Johnson, Ezekiel don't come off the field. That, that man, can, he can run, he can catch, he can pass block. He'll do everything but throw the ball up to himself and catch a touchdown. So I'm riding with uh, Ezekiel on that one. Number four, Nilly Neal. Who was the worst? Big bust as a Big 12 wide receiver, Josh Gordon or Justin Blackman? I got to say Blackman because he was picked so high mm-hmm. and, and the expectations were so so great. But, but Blackman's credit, man, he had a lot of good games, man. When he did play, he was good. He was mm-hmm. really good. And, and if he could even get back on the field now, he probably still be a good receiver today if he can get off the drugs, man, whatever you want, man. But <laughs> It got to be Blackman, man, because he like when you pick the guy that high, man, and he and he claims that man, kind of destroys the franchise, man, because you banked everything on that guy, man. He's black. Okay, Mike. And plus, uh, and plus Gordon led the league one time, so you, he's got something out of Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go with Blackman, man. Uh, being from Duval County, even though that's not my team, I hear a lot of stuff. Imagine if you got you got the Allen brothers and you got Blackman too. Just imagine how that would be right now in Jacksonville with Broadles, man. It would be ridiculous. So I got to go with Blackman, man. He got to stay off, stay off the coquina. Beginning <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, agree with everybody. Justin Blackman's the biggest bust. Um, just like Neil said, uh, Josh Gordon at least did produce in the one year that he was able to get, get, you know, stay on the field. He had back-to-back 200-yard games. Who, mm-hmm. who does that? I don't think that's ever been done before. So um, when he was on the field, he produced. He's a scary guy. Even in the preseason game, he caught like two two passes of 40 yards or more in preseason. So, um, uh, but, but 
Blackman, he's done absolutely nothing but stay in the news. So uh, he's the biggest bust. It's a clean, it's a clean sweep. It's Blackman. You know, he was picked number three in the draft. Uh, he was the guy. You know, he was the guy. And as Mike said, if you got Robinson and Hearns and Blackman out there, you know, that three wide receiver set with Bortles slinging the ball around, that's dangerous. You know, that is, that is really scary if you're a defensive coordinator. You know, so I'm going to go with Blackman on this one as well, man. You know, because Josh Gordon, at least he did produce. You know, I think he may have broke the most hearts because of what he did on the field and everybody seen what he can do. You know, but I'm going to have to go with Blackman as well, fellas. Okay, last one. Last one. Number five. And let me see. This is a glory pick, so I'm going to go with Neil on this because this is glory. If you had the choice of catching the winning pass to win the Super Bowl, making the game winner shot for an NBA championship, or hitting a walk-off home run to win a Major League Baseball title, which one would you want to do? <laughs> Which one you want to do, fellas, and why would you want that particular one? Why? I, I want to play basketball. I've been in the game with a Super Bowl, but I haven't even won a championship. Right. But uh, I, I kind of imagine what that's like. I, I mean, I, I've been in that culture. But, you uh, can only choose one. To win it. <laughs> The winning, the catching the Super Bowl touchdown, to win the Super Bowl, like you asked in history forever. My you can't go nowhere. Hey, my question is, how you catch it then? Oh, uh, like, like Odell with the. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So, so why why would you take that one? Down like Dwight Clark, right? Mm-hmm. Man, like how many places? Uh, Dwight, Dwight, that was NFC Championship. NFC Championship, oh, right? That but, but, right, that went in Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, okay, okay. Say so you uh, uh, set on your home when he mm-hmm. caught that. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. many man? Like, he can't go nowhere without nobody knowing who this guy is. Just caught the game winning Super Bowl touchdown, mm-hmm. man. Like he might have been no good for a long time. Man. Okay. I right. think I'd be Super Bowl game winning touchdown champion. Mike. It's a hard one, man. Hard. This, 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 this is hard. I but I, it, but, hey, once again, playing basketball, it's, you know, game winners, that's what we do. But you see, it's a toss-up between. Do I pick one? I'm going to pick one. But it's a toss-up. That, that, that home run and, 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 and that mm-hmm. Super Bowl catch. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Super Bowl catch, but I don't want to go there. I'm going home run. Okay. And the reason why, the reason why, because everybody's going to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Football, football is, is basically football, but baseball is everywhere. You see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm on ESPN all year next year, mm-hmm. swinging the bat, throwing the bat like, uh, what's the name? Flipping the bat. Flipping the bat. Just, <laughs> Look at it. Don't, and then don't even walk. The, I mean, walk the whole baseline. Don't even run it. Just look at it. Just be like, yeah, I did it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I do it. Flip the bat and, and, and just, just walk. Just walk. Okay. Beginning leg. What you got? Uh, I'm a basketball player at heart. That's, that's who I am. So I would 
want to hit the game-winning shot. And one of the reasons I would be because basketball is, is so much more an intimate sport because you're in that building and everybody's on top of you. Your fans mm-hmm. are like steps away from the court. You know what I'm saying? Your teammates are two steps away from the court if you hit that shot. And so um, I would want to hit the game-winning shot as the buzzer goes off uh, to win the championship. We've all done it. We've all been in the gym by ourselves and mm-hmm. practicing that shot. We've done it a million times. And so mm-hmm. that's what I would want. But if I had a second choice, it would be the bat flip. You, can, you can't mm-hmm. beat Jose Patisa's bat flip, man. Yeah. I would love to be able to do that one, but it has to be the it has to be the shot for me. Man, you know, and I it, I thought about this last night when I it just came to my mind like, okay, what would you do? You know, I'm just sitting there just thinking about it, and it's hard. Just like you guys said, you can't you can't describe it. You know, you you can you think about it like Neil from Neil's point of view. We all play basketball, so. You know, we all, but just like beginning, like I said, we all practice that last minute shot, three, right. two, one, and the crowd goes crazy. We've right. all done that, you know, but we've always played it also. So that kind of X'd out of basketball for me. Okay, so then I'm down to baseball and football. I'm like, okay, man, there's only three types of parties, birthday party, basketball party, Super Bowl party. You know, so if you catch that game winning touchdown, everybody knows you. Because everybody was on the edge watching that last play of the Super Bowl. Right. You know, just like right now, we all know who was supposed to get the ball against Seattle and New England. You know right. what I'm saying? That was Our his side. moment. Right. It, it was, it was, right. it was the beast mode. Beast it was mode. his moment. Yeah, that was his moment. You know what I'm saying? Right. That was his moment. Everybody knew that. You know, but being able to hit a home run, put my hands up, flip the bat, watch it go, a real slow trot going around the bases, crowd going crazy. My teammates waiting to jump on me when I get to home your, plate. Your opponents walking off the, the field. The opponents walking doing? off the field with their head down. I don't know if I can beat that rush. You know, I don't know if I can beat that rush. You know, I mean, I mean, because you, you got to think about it. All eyes are on you until you touch home plate. Right. They can't touch you. Yeah. They can't rush you. You know, you catch the pass, man, they can rush you. Right. You hit that shot, they're going to let they tackling you right off right. the rip. They can't touch you until you get home. home. So you flip it, you high five the first base coach, going around second, pump your fist. As Billy Neal did when he hit his home run in Hayville, you're doing the airplane, coming around <laughs> second base, going to third. You know what I'm saying? Slap five to third. And your boys are sitting there waiting on you. They sitting there waiting on you. They giving you death at third. You know why you coming down third? Hey, dog, look, I just got just talking about it just now. You know what I'm saying? Dead serious. So everybody had a great inning, and the reason why, you know, and it's just man, you know, we've all been there for the shots. You know, you think about the Super Bowl. I mean, that's that's ultimate. Right. I just think that that baseball, just that split. What you get probably about that one minute time because all you on a pedestal because all eyes on right you got you definitely got to one I mean just just think about if somebody hit a home run and if somebody did a damn cartwheel going from first to second they would forever talk about that right you know what I'm saying you would, you would forever the, car, the cartwheel, cartwheel. <laughs> right you know and then some folks would say you was disrespectful and you know no, I don't look, care it was my moment I did it all Man, four of us I would say I guarantee I would guarantee this right now. All four of us. If we were in that moment, somebody would call us disrespectful, saying we disrespected the sport because of the bat flip or 
running slow or the airplane or whatever we gonna do, hey, we're gonna be disrespectful. I, I'm even go as far as this. I can see Neil if they if if if, if Neil was to hit a home run and oh Neil back a fool. Hey, that's, hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. If they cussing them out if they, if they ain't like righteous, he shooting them the double bird. <laughs>
stop the segment right quick, take our quick break, and we come back. I want to go just extend what you was talking about, stay in the basketball, because I want to touch on this Draymond Green story, you know, and I want to have some dialogue about that. So 646-787-1840, we got our last 28 minutes. We'll be probably, what, 23 when we come back. Uh, stay on the field with your boys, man, because we got a lot to talk about when we come back. So sportsandfields.com.
Sports officials, man. Catch us on uh, Twitter at Blow Your Whistle. That's uh, B L O W Y O. Blow Your Whistle. W Y O. Y'all missed that. <laughs> yeah, we had it early this morning, man. <laughs> we were wild this morning before we started, man. We were wilding out before, man. So, you know, just regular shenanigans like we always do. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You know, so we kick it off, man. We'll kick, we'll kick it back off. And, you know, we've got uh, about another good 20 minutes left in the show, man. But I want to bring to attention to the board. When I say the board, I mean the board of trustees, you know, the four hoopers right here. You know, uh, there is dissension within the Golden State ranks, you know, that they're hitting pretty well up to this point, you know. And um, the Draymond Green Act is kind of wearing thin on these guys. And, Neil, you can chime in because I'm sure it's going to be some things that I missed, man. But there's a great article on ESPN that goes in-depth about this, and they talk about uh, the issues that lies between Draymond Green, the Golden State Warriors, and more specifically, head coach Steve Kerr. You know, um, I didn't watch the championship celebration. I had no idea this happened because, you know, of course, they beat us. The only thing that I remember was, you know, you know, did we win? Yup. The Cleveland win, no. Do they suck? Yup. You know that. You know a drunken Draymond Green saying that over and over, still kind of burning my in the back of my mind. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know that during his playoff speech, he was not listed to talk, but he ran up there and grabbed the mic, you know, from the PR guy and said they weren't gonna let me talk, but I'm gonna talk anyway. You know, and proceeded. Excuse me. And proceeded to go in on. Head coach Steve Kerr saying that he hate him, that Steve Kerr hates you know Draymond, and that he he's always hated him. He hated him since you know trading camp in day one, and he was like you know guess what you know he went and pulled Steve Kerr up to the mic, you know and grabbed him and was talking talking about him right there and was like you know he don't like me, he don't have to like me, I don't have to like him, but we're gonna keep on winning these championships, you know and and, and talking and whatnot. And um, there's also that. A uh, 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 piece out there that says that he was closer in the same piece. I'm sorry, he was closer to Luke Walton, you know, than he yeah. was, you know, Steve Kerr. Luke let him shoot the threes. Steve Kerr don't let him shoot the threes, 
you know, and um, that's what he said in that speech, too, in the championship speech, that, you know, he won't let me shoot the threes, you know, but when I shoot the threes, blah, 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 and then Steve Kerr hollered out 24%, you know, from the back, you know, so they're kind of going back and forth, creating some awkward moments, you know, going on in there. And it's got a nice little timeline that goes down to that. And, um, you know, of course, his, you know, he's, he's been known to go off, you know, uh, which any of us would do. You know, if, 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 you're, if you're an alpha guy, you're going you know, to try to get the best out of your teammates. Right. You know, but he goes a little bit further, I think, than what some of the other folks like, and particularly Clay Thompson. You know, and I think that you and the big intellect hit on the head when y'all said that Clay Thompson may be the guy. You know, I think me and Neil read the article, so we're thinking that it's going to be Draymond Green that's going to be the guy, but it's going to be either one of them. You know, and there is some, there is some tension that's in that circle right there, and there is potential for the damn wheels to just fall off of this historical team. And then you can chime in because I know I left out plenty, you know, but I just I, – I had no idea that this was happening, you know. And, you know, they had the, the Lisa the Les, Lisa Saunders uh, incident, you know, when he was going off because they was in the locker room, and Steve Kerr told him to sit down, and he told him, M. Effer, come make me do it. You know, and he said they got the police outside the locker room. They were ready to go in there because it was getting hostile. You know, so they have some issues on that. So go ahead and chime in on it. I know I missed a lot on it, but I think, man, there is some issues. And for all of y'all who haven't read it, man, you need to go to uh, the Four Letter uh, Network and check it out. Dog. Yeah, I, I, uh, my, my thing was I, I could see it coming too because uh, you know Draymond is a uh, he's a strong brother, man. He's an individual man, who, he, 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 he's got you want to play with. You know what I mean? And he, I mean, on and off the basketball court, you can tell, man. You can tell he, you know, he's probably, you know, the leader of his family, man. You know, he mm-hmm. take care of his business. You know what I mean? Right. You no know, nonsense type of dude, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of guys we know. Steve Kirk, man, you got to say he's kind of the same way. I mean, he's, he was a role player his whole career, man, but for the most part, man, you know, he's about his business, man. He's about taking care of business, you know what I mean? And right. he's about, you know, uh, leadership. He's about uh, direction, order, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, that's the that's the Caucasian order, you know, like, <laughs> like that. You know what I mean, I mean so, uh, so, man, so, so sometimes you're going to have problems, man. I, I kinda, I'm going to go back to that, man. Uh, because I remember I was in college when it happened. Uh, with Robert Horry, man, mm-hmm. when he threw the towel and faced the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Right. right? I mean, I, it was it was the same. I mean, both of them were champions. You know what I mean? Both of them have a long line of history of winning. But, I mean, it's only so to talk to a man who was a no-nine guy. So, when I read the article, I'm going to get to the article. When I read the article, I see, you know, I was like, man, that is some deep stuff, man. Like, just paid this guy anyway, six, eighty seven dollars. Yeah, paid him. Yeah. It was I think it was nine, cause I got what, like eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah. And then I was thinking, you know, all the stuff that you that we all see on the sideline with Draymond screaming and yelling at his teammates, everybody being quiet, but he only one yelling. You know, we all think it's leadership. Sometimes man, you can't really, you know, do a man yell at all the time. Sometimes right? it's a man hit his good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Type of dude, but either way it goes, he's still a star. 
You know what I mean? He's still the brightest star, the one of the brightest stars the world has ever seen. So it's going to be uh, some dissension with that too as well. But the Clay Thompson thing pop here right on here and Nick, man, because he said it, man. I mean, like Drake, like Clay Thompson said it earlier in the season. I don't know if y'all remember this quote, man. It was during the Olympics. He said it, man. He's like, look, I'm not going to mess up my game. I'm not going to change anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and probably you might be part of this. I might change my mind. I might, I might be Clay. <laughs> Clay, y'all ain't my man Clay. Uh, oh, my name is Clay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and Clay said it, man. Look, I'm coming into my own as a player, man. So, I mean, I'm not taking the back seat for nobody, man. My shot's not going to go down. I'm going to be the player. I might still bust that in seven and a quarter if I can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. So, it, when, when you see all come together, man, do I think the wheel's going to fall? Probably not. Absolutely not. Right. They're too talented, man. All of them too play too good of players, and Steve Kerr is too good of a coach. But attention, absolutely. And, and the thing is, another thing to kind of look at, when I'm the Clay stuff and uh, uh, Kevin Durant, they're, they're all offered celebrate. I'm hurt. That's awkward. Same type, John And when you look at when you have teams with Scotty and Dennis and Ron Harper, different players. It's just a puzzle. You know, and guys are kind of almost the same. They're the same. That's like having you playing together. You know, when we're coming down the court, all three of y'all are, man, all three of y'all are running to the game first. You know, you're the post up first. You know, so all three of these guys are running to the perimeter first. You know, so it's, you know, you got to find your space and where you like to be at. And, and, you know, and Draymond, I mean, he's going to have a good time and picking your poison. I mean, you know, which who you're not going to check, you know, because right. I'm going to get the other guy the ball. Who you're not going to check. But it, it is, man, it's, it's, it's something, it's something tough, man. And um, because when I read it, you know, I just, and, I, and I, finally, I finally pulled it up. You know, he said that uh, uh, the PR guy, Raymond Ritter, uh, said he tried not to let me talk today. He know I'm going to get controversial. You know that's a quote that uh, Draymond Green said. You know, and then of course he goes on to say, you know, with these guys everything is fun. The only time it's not fun is in practice or in film room, games and bus rides. I'm the only person that gets talked about that shots. I'm the only person that gets talked about what shots I take and all those things by Steve Kirk. Like every time I take a shot, he complains. So that's why if you see every time I make a shot, I look at him. Do complain every time I take a shot. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is the culture that's going on. You know, and while he was saying that, you know, Curry shrugged it off and loudly came behind and said 24%. As I was telling you that, it, that's what that's what he hollered out. You know, so um, you got that, that stuff going on. You know, with that, you bring Kevin Durant in there. Kevin Durant is not he's an out guy, but, but he's, not a leader. he's, he's not a leader. right, right, right. He's, he's not he's not one of those guys. So. Um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be interesting. This is a one-year deal, man. Because of right. he's opting out. Right. Right. Is a, is a unrestricted free agent right. out right. this season. Right. They don't get it right this year. Right. There's gonna be some movement going on. And it's right. All gonna get busted. Man, when they when they pulled him up, when he pulled Steve Kerr to the mic, said Steve Kerr just started had a nervous right. laugh, and he was like. And Steve Kerr says, you know how they start to play the music at the Oscars when it starts to go on a little long and security comes to grab the guy? 
He said, that may happen here in a few minutes. Thanks, though, Draymond. And then he went and sat down. See, this is the thing I think Steve Kerr, I think, kind of looked at. Because he was there with the Bulls when they had Rodman. But Rodman was a little different player. He just wanted to rebound. He didn't want to do nothing else. He shot a three-pointer every once in a while and hit it. People were shot, but he really could shoot, though. You know what I'm saying? So, with Draymond, I think he sees a little bit. He wants him to be more like Rodman. Hey, mm-hmm. you, I don't need you to shoot. Mm-hmm. We got shooters everywhere. Everybody, even the people that come off the bench can shoot. You just guard and defend, defend the best players need be, and, and grab rebounds and assist. I, I think that's what I think Steve Kerr is going at with him. But, you know, players have a whole different, hey, I'm this type, type of player and I want to do this, that, and the other. So, so that's my opinion on it. You know, I think it. I think it. I think that uh, 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 or KD is going to have to play the alpha leadership role. Mm-hmm. Where hey, Draymond, chill out. You know what I'm saying? We good. We good. He got it. You know. What but I'm can saying? KD come do that? Because KD you know, haven't won, and KD and, ain't been on that team. And, and we will see by halfway during the season. Right. That's right. what we'll see. We we don't know. We don't, I mean, and and what history's taught us that. He hasn't, because when Westbrook, you know, have his go on his little thing, he just let Westbrook right. Can, do it. Can he handle those type he of? Can't, he can't. He can't handle he, those he type guys. He can't do it. Intellect, you got any thoughts on this? Well, one thing is that you have to know that Draymond Green is one of those players who has a massive chip on his shoulder. Anybody who can name the thirty-four people who were drafted ahead of him, he has a mm-hmm. massive chip on his shoulder. So, mm-hmm. um, and. The the NBA player now wants to be that all around player. There, how many how many centers do you know will just want to stay in the low block? No, they want we all want to step outside now and shoot jumpers and and try to handle the ball and so on and so on. So J, Draymond Green wants to be that all around player. He wants to be viewed as that all around player. But I don't know if, if in Draymond Green's mind that he has long term aspirations to stay as a Golden State Warrior. When he becomes a free agent, he's got his championship ring. He might want to dip and go play for the money. but uh, And he certainly is not going to get as much money from Golden State as he's going to get from somewhere else because Golden State is going to be uh, cap-strapped, even with the huge cal- salary cap that they have now. you got to pay Curry. You're paying KD. you got to pay Steph. Um, so you, you're paying three superstars superstar money. Draymond Green may be the person left on the outside. And so, therefore, he might want to – to display all of his talent so he can go get the big money somewhere else. But that's just a couple of years down the line, but you never know. But he definitely has a massive chip on his shoulders, and he's going to play like it. But you know what? What you just said is very true, man, because you got potentially with Draymond, you got four superstars there, and you can't pay all of them superstar money. Nope. So the question is, because they're going to have to make a choice, who got to go? This is a one-year deal right here, Mike. Telling you. But KD said he didn't want to go anywhere. He said he wanted to stay there. Well, yeah, that's what his mouth say. Right, he right, right, right. right. LeBron didn't want to leave Cleveland. Right, right, right. right. But, he, but, he but he had to go. go. Right, right. So y'all get them first picks. I, 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 I would say here first, right? If they win, I think he's gonna opt out. Who, Steph? No, 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 no. Okay, uh, Steph was under. I was straight. Right. They're going to they find a way to pay him. Right. They've got to. KD, I think he's going back. Really? Going back. Whoa. Really? Okay, see? I think he's going to go back. 
if they win it. He, he want to see. He want to let Westbrook play a year without him. See how it is. You know what I mean? You you be you say you top dog, right? I mean, now now once KD win, you gotta say, look, KD gonna win, right? He's he champion, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he go back, mm-hmm. and then Russell Westbrook can't tell him. Yeah, look, you can't look, tell look, him that. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, like, win. I tell you, I've been, I've been over the press. It's like win. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We got to do this, this, that, this, and that. I mean, and, and but you still got to do Westbrook at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I, do I think it works? No, but I think he's going to go back. I, the only reason I say that, man, because he, he got, I think he got it's to in the heart. Yeah, it's in his heart. You think he can go back, though? I mean, do you? Oh, yeah, he can go back. I mean, because it's a difference. I mean, you know, nah, with LeBron being from Ohio, you know, he, he is not, he's not from OKC. You know, so it's, there's, there's a difference. Can he really? Go back? Yeah. I think he can't. Even though they shut down this restaurant, I think he can. <laughs> <laughs> and burn his jerseys and everything else. Uh, they, they Just like LeBron. LeBron, they did LeBron. LeBron, but LeBron is from Ohio, though, so there's a difference. He's going home. But see, KD, KD is from D.C. KD, KD is, he, he, he was there when they were the Sonics. Yeah. Right. He was drafted. Right. 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 So it, right. It's, it's a little bit more. It's, it's, it's more to it. Yeah. History. Yeah. Right. 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 He is the beginning. Now, now, now the question is, do he stay or do Steph say, you know what? I'm going home and go to Charlotte. No, Steph stay. No. Yeah. That's not signed. No. Yes. Steph is the, fra- is the face of that franchise. So he's not going anywhere. Right, right, right. I agree. I agree. But somebody got to go, though. And I think we all can agree that. Somebody has to go after this year. I think KD coming for the one I think it's going to be Draymond. You think it's going to be Draymond? I do. I do. I, I think, well, they, he, they could trade him, but I don't think they will. They'll make another run at the title, and if they win it, then Draymond Green is going to say, I got two titles. Now let me go get $30 million a year, and he'll get it from somebody. Um, he got like four more years on that deal he just signed. They can trade him, Ooh, man. Draymond? Yes, yeah. That's a tradable contract, though. And, and, and oh, yeah, absolutely. He's on that deal. Uh, but if they, Clay if, got three more. He got this season. And they do. Four. If they trade him, they, they can get somebody like Draymond close to him. I mean, they, I mean, that's the only thing they would have to do. That's the only thing they could do is trade. But like, he's on the hook. Right. I mean, but re-signing KD and re-signing Steph is going to put them over the the cap, the cap, the luxury Not tax. Necessarily. I mean, oh. One will have to take a cut. Who's going to take that cut? I mean, I don't see Steph taking that cut. Steph's cut. wife ain't letting him taking that no, cut. No, no, no. Hell no. <laughs> Steph, Steph is a two-time MVP, and he's your fourth, what, fourth or fifth highest-paid player on that team? Right. right. No, he's not taking the cut. Uh, Steph's getting the money. Steph's about to be paid. He's getting 30 to 30. He's going to get $25, 30000000 a year, right? Right. But that's the thing. Somebody's going to get $30 million, Somebody's going to get $20 So that means KD got to take the pay cut if he's going to stay. Yeah, if he want to stay there, he's going to have to take But that's the why he say he could go back to K- uh, OKC. That's why if, if they win. That's possible. That's I, I can see that happening. He's going back home, man. Because, a, because he already got what, what he wants. What if they don't win it? If they don't win, he's taking the pay cut. He's going to stay. He got, yeah, he got to take the pay cut. He got to take the cut. Somebody going to have to take the cut. And try to win with them. Mm, I don't know, man. And, that, and that's just the whole thing of joining up like that because the scenarios that you just said, I got to win. If I don't win, I got to stay here to win because everybody's going to talk about me because right. I didn't win. 
You know what I'm saying? You went all the way over there to lose. Right. You went all the way over there to lose. It's, you ain't first to last. Right, Ricky Bobby. You know what I'm saying? Because where you was at, you had these right. dudes, what, three games to one? Something right. like that? Right. You had these dudes. Had them. Just because you didn't have it in you, you didn't have the Gatorade as it in you, you ain't had the Gatorade, so you couldn't put them away. You was drinking Powerade. So you joined them. So you joined them. Go join them. Oh my God! To do the same thing you would have done if you would have stayed. Oh, I'm just you know it's almost like it's almost like when LBJ left Cleveland. It's almost like him leaving Cleveland to go join the Boston Celtics, who just put him out of the playoffs when they had Pierce, KG, and uh, Wando. Come on, man! You can't you can't go join the guy just put you out. I'm just saying though, man. (laughs) You can't join on dudes who just put sent you home. Yeah, I, mean, right. I, 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 I agree. Not, I, I definitely agree with you. With I agree that. with you. But uh, it, but like I said, but Draymond, Draymond said it too. Do remember what Draymond said? It's a different day, man. Um, it is. Um, you, see, you don't hear about people going leaving Apple to go work for Google. Remember? You're right. 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 Yeah, you're right. right. It's all a business decision, man. What it is. These dudes, man. KD trying to win for his for 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 the Kevin Durant Inc. You know what I mean? Understood. And for his legacy, you know what I mean? Understood. I mean, he he gonna make he make plenty of money, but uh, he got money to make for since do all kind of other stuff too. So I think it's all business wise. You want to build commercials, you know what I mean? See how he's there. You want to be on the West Coast. See how he's there. He could be there. I mean, he want to do other things when it comes to winning. I mean. And, and business. Be, being Blake Griffin or being Paul George or being Carmelo, a, a Carmelo type of star, but you just at the All Star game every year, that's different. But when you operate as a champion or, or you play at a championship level, like you a different guy, you a different status. You the blind, you the steps, you the damn. Uh, he could have been there if, if, he, if he had it in him. He just didn't have it in him. Person, a different level. He could have did what LeBron did before what LeBron did. And what I mean, last night was he. The greatest team ever, record-wise, in the NBA. He had them down three games to one, and it would have been exactly. He was there. He had it. You know what I'm saying? He had that. But since he couldn't finish off the drill, he just threw his arms up like, "Hey." Right, you know, back in the day, you know, right. you know, right. one back in the old school stand that he lived by. What's that? Can't beat them. Join them. Oh, <laughs> that's all you can do. Hey, and with that, we're doing the show. <laughs> Big Intellect, any final thoughts, brother? One thing real quick, and this has been bothering me all week. We're, we're all men, and we have all married phenomenal women. So for Tristan Thompson to go get married to Khloe Kardashian, what are you saying to me? Dude, I, I I can't even wrap my brain around that concept, man. Are you kidding me? I, I mean, this time last year, this time last year, she was with James Harden, and she was sitting outside the Mar uh hospital room while he was dying. Messing with French Montana. And she was, yeah, messing with French Montana. He was married at the time. So what makes you think that this woman is going to be a good wife? I can't wrap my brain around it. And I just hope it doesn't affect him, Ganker. Uh, but we know what the Kardashian curse will do for you. So I don't know. That's, it's got me. It's got me. It's got me. A little, got me a little twisted right now. But another great show, fellas. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Look, looking forward to that. Big Mike. Hey, curses in effect. Hey, WNBA, LA Sparks one with with the referee.
Oh, another good show, man. Glad to be here with y'all boys, man. Love doing this with y'all, man. We're best. As soon as I get my stuff together, man, when we get it down here, man, we're going to be on TV. Hey, hey, we good to go, man. I appreciate everybody stepping in today. You know, doing what we do, man. Every Saturday, 10 to 12, Eastern Standard Time. You know what I'm saying? Hit a lay in the background. We got to go, but as the man began, like just said, ain't time to hold into a housewife. Sometimes you get to learn that lesson, man. And Tristan Thompson, you learn that lesson the hard way. He must be. Never mind. I'm out. <laughs> hey, man, I'm gone. I'm gone. Hey, I'm going to be a hunter. Wow, baby.